I, I, I don't know. But talking that of... That was the ending of the previous song, wasn't it? <laughs> talking of troubled waters... Oh, and bridges over them, says he, <laughs> labouring the point as heavily as it's possible to oh, labour it. About, Steve, um, so, rubbish. so a bridge open this week. <laughs> very, very exciting. Very, very exciting. Big, big bridge. Very big. Biggest, biggestly, bigly Bigly. bridge that you've ever seen across a piece of sea. It's 55 kilometres. What wasn't mentioned in the opening, and I'm grateful to a roundup in the Hong Kong Free Press for this, was the 19 people who died making it, the 600 or so people who were injured making it, the fact that um, when the bridge was originally conceived all those years ago, um, the cost estimate was $76 billion, um, it ended up around about $120 billion, but that's without all the ancillary roads and stuff, so it was oh, ended up uh, costing all, all the more. And then there's, well, you know, it's impolite to talk about it, but it was actually supposed to open in 2016, and I did check the calendar. Apparently it's 2018 now. Did you know that? All of the things you've just said, unfortunately, including the first one, Yes. are they not quite normal? Horrendously enough. Not at enough. that <laughs> level. Not at that level, no. Actually, this is... I mean, that's an exceptional number of deaths for a single project. It is true that in big construction projects, people die. That, that is true. The airport had its share, didn't it? But, you know, you look... I, I'll just give you a, a compare and contrast, because I, I go there quite a lot. If you look at the High Island Dam in in um, Sai Kung, in mm-hmm. the Sai Kung Country Park, there's actually a memorial to the people who died building that, that they had the good grace to to acknowledge wasn't as many as 19, I have to say. I mean, these people have just been written out of history. I think it's disgusting. I really do. I mean, it's all very well to have all those fawning sycophants sitting there and going, oh, oh, did Carrie walk in front or behind the prison? Oh, no, no, she walked next. Oh, that's very exciting. Oh, but the so-and-so walked three steps. Oh, gosh, 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 gosh. We'll have to read a lot. I mean, you know, it's all very well, and I was as excited as the next person. I thought the three words pr- spoken by President Xi, every one of them was priceless. Um... But, you know... Get over there. <laughs> get over there. <laughs> oh, and then there's this other thing, and I hate to bring it up because, you know, this is a... Well, this was a family programme, but is anyone going to use this bridge? I mean... None of us could. No, well, I mean, we well could, you couldn't drive on it. You could get a bus. A, the visa and you could pop. get a bus. I mean, it's a joke as a transportation project. It's a, absolutely a joke. You have to get, if you want to drive your car on it... You have to get, I think it's a total of 11 permits. You have to wait. I may be exaggerating. It may just be the Probably. seven. It may just be the seven. It's not less a number than that. You have to wait for weeks <coughs> to get permission to go on this thing. I mean, it goes on and on. All the things Is you can't so? do. Yes, because you've got to get special insurance to travel on the bridge. You, you, have to, you have to be within the quota of people using it. I wouldn't worry about the quota being over full because, you know, even if they set the quota at a couple of hundred, it's going to be hard to, hard to fill it up every day. This is true. Um, on and on. So it's nothing to do with transport. It really, really is nothing to do with transport. It's all to do with establishing these monumental links that make sure that everybody in Hong Kong understands that we're attached to the mainland. And guess what? I kind of know that because I live on the mainland. I live on, on the, in the new territories, which is attached by a landmass, actually. Yeah. I don't want to upset because you know how you know how it goes. You can easily upset 1.4 billion people. I've read it in the newspapers. So and so has upset 1.4 billion people. Well, you know, I don't want to do that because. I've met most of You've them. Done I've, it. I've met most of them, and, and they, they were they were they were potentially upset yeah. over all sorts of things. 
But the whole idea of this bridge, I mean, even assuming you could get on it, which you can't if you're driving a car in the normal way. Well, you can, but as you said, you have to <laughs> jump through to, several you've got hoops. You've to jump through yeah. many, many hoops. Um, even assuming that, and you know, fair enough, I can now get to, or you can get to, you can get a bus. Apparently, you'll eventually be able to get a bus from Kuantong. It doesn't get more exciting than that, may I say, mm -hmm. which will take you straight into the heart of Zhuhai. Um, <clears throat> and then you. Well, what about right. what the Macau bit? The Macau bit. Yes, you can I'm go thinking to Macau. Of, yes, sorry, you're quite right. You can yeah, go yeah. to the heart of Macau. That would be. I mean, you know, I'm all in favour of that. I, I don't like those smelly little um, hovercraft that go there at the moment. So, yeah, that's all right. I'm not, not against it. Yeah. But, you know, cost benefit Where? analysis. Mm. Cost benefit analysis. Oh, and by the way. The, the big, big rationale of this bridge, and now I get an opportunity to say my three favourite words, Greater Bay Area, can I say that again? Greater Bay Area, um, is that it's going to be part of the Greater Bay Area. And in the Greater Bay Area, apparently this bridge is going to move enormous amounts of freight. In the Greater Bay Area. In the Greater Bay Area, you know, enhance trade, enhance productivity, and make the world a better place. Except for the fact that they're building another bridge on the other side, oh, yeah. which, which actually is going to move far more freight at a lower cost so oh, what's that all about i'm you sitting know? here staring at him now I, waiting for him to I tell know. me what's what all that's all that about? about i mean you know so i mean you know at every level where you actually talk about the bridge's transportation and goodness knows only a lunatic would think a bridge and transportation were, were connected to yeah. words <clears throat> it doesn't make sense so they're now saying i love i love them they're lovely little weasley people they're now saying oh well you know originally they said oh you know this bridge is going to be so successful uh, it will pay for itself within 20 20 years was it 23 years i don't know and, <laughs> and now people are saying well you know if it actually manages to break even in 72 years it will be doing very well I wouldn't even think 72 years is realistic if you fully depreciated the cost of it. And remember, a bridge like this is a very, very high maintenance option. So, you know, if you took all those little silly <laughs> right. costs... Oh, and by the way, hmm. it's your money and mine. You know, so none, every, of this is, none of this is private money. Everybody's going on about too high. Let's focus on Macau for a minute. If I wanted to go there... Actually, yes, I should have done my homework, and I don't know. If I wanted to go there, where would I go? And could I just hop on the bus for 65 bucks and go for half an hour and get to Macau? No. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> because because nobody wants you. No, I think you could hop on a bus, and you you, you there there. I will wouldn't be... fancy my chances to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but, but no, you could hop on. A... As I say, there is the exciting and scintillating prospect of being able to hop on a bus from Kuantong, and and you could spend a few sort of That's relaxing great. hours in Kuantong before you got on the bus. There's that. Of course, you need to hop off the bus twice to go through immigration. You do? Oh yes, yes you do, um, and. You know, I don't know how much it's going to cost. I mean, it probably it won't be, be much. It probably will be cheaper than the ferries, but they're very expensive. I mean, f relative to the distance that they cover. So yeah, it could be. I mean, you know, that's all all all, all wonderful. And then you could go to a casino and lose all your money. So well, I mean, what's not not to like? Macau's a fun thing to do, and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to rein you in a bit. No, here. you you are because the Juhai thing is a different animal. Well, it's a different animal, and it's actually, I mean, by the standards of these places, Juhai's not too bad. I have no idea why anybody would want to go there. There's not a great deal to do in Juhai. <laughs> but, um, you know, 
it's there, and it, it, it's a bit. It, it's certainly a lot greener than Shenzhen is. But all right, all right. So we've got a feature that might be oh, might, be, might uh, be worth watching if you get onto our uh, RTHK news page. Oh right. So Junius goes across the bridge. This is Junius Ho, the with, very with, charming lawyer, <laughs> with Priscilla, one of our reporters, and he said. Um, the chief, oh, hang on, blah, 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 mega bridge, I haven't called it. An engineering marvel, chief executive of Carrie Lam even went as far as to call it one of the seven infrastructure wonders of the world. Mm. Do we have seven infrastructure projects of the world? I think she's, she's comparing it with the pyramids. It will yeah. solidify Hong Kong's role in the rise of the Greater Bay Area. Now, let's just quantify here. These are things that she, this is the shtick, basically. Yeah. And they would, they, you know, they say things like this. That's the line, nothing more, nothing less. But what does solidify mean in that kind of speech, well, Steve? Well, I, I, I know exactly what that means. This, this is, as I say, this is a political project. And it, it, is, it is literally to pour concrete and metal and all the rest of it in ways that link Hong Kong more closely with, 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 with the mainland. That's what she means. For the people that need to get there. Well, no, no, it means means it's a physical manifestation of our closeness. Uh, The fact that us taxpayers have to pay squillions of dollars for this, that's neither here nor there. But the point is, that's what she means. That's what she talked about in her speech, a very inspiring speech, may I say. Written by lots of people. But that's my point. There will be nothing contentious (laughs) in this speech. It's it's great. It's, you know, you do the media training stuff. On message. She, she, she actually said in the speech, and <clears throat> needless to say, I, I play it, you know, I play it to myself over, over, over on Fair the reel. She really said, I am so grateful to the motherland for giving us the opportunity to participate in this project. I mean, you know, talk about nose and brown and combining those two words. It's the way it is, Steve. <laughs> it was just amazing. Oh, and, and her dress was pink, in case you were going to ask me that question. I mean, quite seriously, you know this better than me. Uh, well, what do you think about the uh, the new bridge, um, Madam Chief Executive? Um, whatever. She's not going to say that, exactly, No, she's not she? going to say that. <laughs> she's not going to say what bridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it has to be the way, and, the, and, the way and it then, is. I mean, I'd like to have had a microphone when she was trotting along to the podium with, with President Xi. I, I think she said, but it's his unconfirmed, she was going, oh... Upping, you're such a tease. (laughs) You're round on mine. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Steve James, if you are listening, here is your lame survey for today. (laughs) What was that conversation? Yes, what was it? And um, (laughs) your place or mine. (laughs) Your place or mine. And why was he grinning? Because he doesn't grin a lot, I have to say that. That's brilliant. I'll yeah. see you down the pub. I hope she does call him upping. I'm just, just hoping <laughs> that. But, you know, I'm, well, I'm, it's I'm done. Sure. Let's traverse it, to another topic. Let's, well, funnily enough, it leaves us in Macau. So here you have another total black box. You have the mysterious death, or apparently not mysterious death, of the head of the Macau liaison office, the most senior Chinese official in Macau. We're talking about Zheng... Xiao Seng, oh sorry, Jen Xiao Song, who um, nobody doubts he died by falling out of a window in his apartment. Yep. Then things start getting a bit odd. It took the Macau police something like 24 hours to identify the body of the most prominent Chinese official in Macau, somebody who was in the newspapers practically every day. It wasn't they an had... embassy he was in at the time, was it? No, it was his home. Okay, he was in his home. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I was a bit slow. Um, no, he was in his home. He apparently fell out the window. Then they, then they sort of hint that it's a suicide. They say, well, he's been suffering from depression. 
Well, that's strange. I mean, you have people who've seen him in the last few days, including, incidentally, Angela Ho, who, you know, she and Daddy run most of Macau. She saw I saw him recently. He seemed perfectly all right to me. (laughs) (laughs) You're offline, girl. Now, I do know that people... a lot of people with depression hide it quite well. So, you know, there is there is entirely the possibility... Well, how, 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 how come all of a sudden everybody knows he had depression if he hid it quite well? Well, I, exactly. So, I mean, there could be... There could be a reasonable explanation for this. And it could be what what is stated on the tin. I mean, I, I was impressed by Tam Yu Chung, who, before any investigation was made said in his his new capacity as a as a reborn sort of state leaderette he said oh, oh there's nothing suspicious about this how, how does he know i mean it's the most extraordinary statement to make when when you actually don't know um you you also have my one of my favorite um semi-detached uh, the, the the in-house semi-detached intellectual of the uh, uh, of the chinese mouthpiece organization lao siu kai who also said well you know i've read the press release and if the press release says this then well, trump then says that, stuff like that in fairness is. yes yes we set he said sounds fine to me we set a low standard there <laughs> he fell um, on the bone saw sounds <laughs> fine to me yeah so but all i'm saying is that when you have a government that lifts people off the streets, as they did in, in Hong Kong, outside the Four Seasons Hotel. I mean, it was a classy place to live somewhere. Yeah. When you have a government who disappears, a vice minister of security, who was appointed by the Chinese state to be their representative Interpol and, and was then nominated to be its chairman, when you have the disappearance of that going on, there is a certain pattern here of people disappearing, dying. And the reason that they do it... You never know. So, you know, the the problem with... This is always the problem with dictatorships. Because they're so paranoid and so keen to operate within a black box, you never know when something is genuine. I mean, people do commit suicide. I understand that. Yeah, but... It could have been in this case. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody knows. But you have a system which is so wholly untransparent as soon as anything happens, people go, hello, hello. Yeah. Hello, wonder, hello, there you hello, go. Hello, hello. I many, wonder what's going on here. How, how, that old gag. How yeah. many policemen does it take to crack an egg? You know, one to do it and six to say it fell down the stairs. <laughs> that's, it's British policemen, by the way. Yes, British policemen. Not, that's not, don't well. even start with me. Hey, I want to go to a quick email from <laughs> Joe. Joe says, back, back a topic. Joe says, as a foreigner, we have to consume hours for a visa, which always goes up in price every time America or UK open their mouth and upsets mummy China. It's, it's right. <laughs> it goes up and down. He's guilty of coming from the UK. I yeah. mean, what Don't. do you expect? Don't. Get, get an Irish Come passport. Come from somewhere like else. <laughs> I mean, it's really simple. He's got a point, though. I mean, d- low woo. Don't you have to pay more if you're British to get to do the visa? No, all, of the, all of the visa prices are different, um, depending on your nationality. Mm. And so it's... More it, if you're British. Yeah, well... It's a minor un- issue That's there. understandable. I mean, you know, why Why not? Yep. It's, we'll be back after the news. What are we going to do? We, 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 we might just do... I'll tell you what. Go on in. Why don't we do the MPF? That's an exciting oh, topic. I'll be in the corner. If you want to email <laughs> Steve, morningbrew at rthk.hk. Thanks for that, Joe. Monster. Still in with Steve Vines. What did we say we were going to do? Well, we said, and um, thank you, Madam Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. Gaga. Gaga. How do you say that in French? Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Madam, anyway. Um, because that's, that's one of those, um, those um, what do you call it, which goes from one thing to another. Segway. Segway? Yep. God, I used to know him when he was younger. Yep. Anyway, Mr. Segway um, brings us now to my one of my very favourite subjects, apart from the Greater Bay Area, of course, which is the MPF, the Mandatory Parliament Fund. So... Oh, what's the latest? So the latest is, they've done a world... There's another survey 
must be true. It's a survey. It's a global survey of MPF provision. Right. And it's looking at the adequacy. In other words, the whole point of the Mandatory Provident Fund is it's supposed to look after you in your old age. Yeah. Not the guys who've been employing you if you leave early. Yeah, no, that's, right. that's, that's, that's your fault. You shouldn't be working for them in the first place. Yes. Um, it's like being British when you go through a customs. Yes. <laughs> it's it's all your fault. Um, anyway, so they looked at 34 um, countries and jurisdictions. I have to say the word jurisdictions because we have to be politically correct. And out of the 34, the Hong Kong MPF scheme ranks 32. Yeah. But, I mean, anybody who thinks I'm just an old curmudgeon, uh, I need to point out we're above India and Mexico. Hey. Achievement or what? It's quite good. We're below China, mind you. <laughs> well below places like I, Singapore. I just, I totally love the legitimacy with which, well, look, you know, we're going to use this money that you've coughed up yeah. if you decide to leave early. And what's the problem? Yeah. But this is, this is actually saying, you know, if you've, if you've poured your money into the MPF over all these years yeah. and, um, you know, you, you faithfully saved, as it says on the tin you're supposed to, you're going to get so little to retire on that it's hardly worth talking about. That's what this survey tells us. Actually, that's what we all knew. But it's kind of, as ever, interesting to have it confirmed by a, a global consultancy that's looked into this. A higher power, indeed. Mm. And, my God, there's no higher power than RTHK in the land, but never mind. But this is a perfect uh, Yes Minister moment, because after all these years, whenever anybody asks about the MPF, you get somebody doing that impression you do. Well, yes. Like, yes, well, of course, you need your... Um, and of course, <laughs> yes. it's compounded with your blah, blah, blah. Yes. And but then I, you just don't want to know You anymore. just don't want to know and you go to sleep. But you do notice that every month out of your pay packet, a certain amount of money disappears. And the fund manager's going, hello, hello, gravy. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just just pointing out, I mean, they, they, they had a sort of spurt, and this was incredible. They got really excited, I mean, wet knickers all round, mm. when actually the MPF fund <laughs> delivered positive returns, and you're thinking... Oh, yeah, but shouldn't that be? Shouldn't that be uh, the word I sometimes use? Is normal, right? Um, you know, I mean, the fact is that Hong Kong people employed in Hong Kong have been ripped off by this useless fund year in, year out, and they've 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 done some reforms to it. They've increased the flexibility of the fund. They've added a few suppliers who are managing it. But all in all, it's a total utter failure and very expensive for everybody concerned, but particularly the poor old punter who, under law, has to contribute. And no. so do employers as well. Answer me this. So we can't, <coughs> we can't have a university old people... Uh, what do you call a it? universal Pen pension, pension, pension fund. No, we can't. Because it will deplete the reserves, the ones that we're going to use on the megalopolis. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, that money is, that money is in sacred, sacred trust to the people of Hong Kong. Yeah. And we'd like to spend it all on one project. All on one project. And so it's all going off to the Lantau Landfill, or whatever it's called. You haven't said an awful lot about this. I haven't, no. I, uh, it's such a depressing subject. It, it really is. is. <laughs> the idea that you're going to, at a stroke, and possibly within the next many decades, solve Hong Kong's housing problems by this enormous, enormous land reclamation. <coughs> These are the people who, who've confidently predicted that they're the best, the bestest, best, 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 bestest in the world uh, doing mega projects, you know, like the bridge, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, mm. they're all coming over costs. They all come in late. They all include fatalities. I mean, it's, it's a terrible...
terrible, terrible scheme. There's the damage to the environment. There's the sheer hubris of assuming that you can, at a stroke, solve the housing problem. And they don't even promise... Well, you can, but there is this elephant that's growing. Well, I don't even think it will work even on those <laughs> grounds, because you, it will help. The thing that we... Like. You know, you know if, you, if you build more houses, more people will live in them. I get that bit of it. I do get that bit of it. But, you know, the idea that you couldn't shift your backside if you're a bureaucrat and do a bit more on the brownfield sites that exist ready to be um, redeveloped, that you couldn't do a bit more in negotiating with... Um, the existing property companies to, sh- you know, share out share out the goodies. I mean, you know, isn't it time that somebody in this administration... I mean, I say that it's a joke, isn't? but isn't it time that somebody in this administration went to the property developers and said, no. pa- party's over, boys. No. You've had it really, <laughs> really good for all these many, many years. Party over. You want to carry on in business, these are the terms. Well, that's not going to happen, That's is not going to happen. Do you, know, really, do you realise, I think, according... <laughs> According to Pete, who's just written to us, you're now an expert on the bus thing. So Steve says, oh, sorry. So Pete, sorry. Pete sorry. Says, yeah. Pete says, I've been trying to find information on the bus system at Cowan Juha. I can't find anything except that they exist. He said, also, will I be able to travel to Macau on my HKID card? I can do this by ferry at the moment, even though I'm British. Will the Juhai element mean I need a visa when using the bridge? I reckon, I've been asking the same question, and I reckon yes to the second part anyway what do you know steve know. that's an interesting question that's a very interesting that's what i'm trying question. to find out yeah. i mean yes i don't know the answer to that and he's quite right i mean if you're a permanent resident of 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 Maca- hong kong um, hong kong you you can indeed use your id that's card right. no need to schlep your passport around yeah well we need to know that well it's not good been question men- it's not been mentioned it's among many things i that think it's because they don't want us on the buses <laughs> Well, you in particular, to be fair. I mean, you I, I know. think it's that. We've got time for one more, Steve. We have, we have, we Before have. you start, though, if you want to get in touch, do as Pete and the other guys have done, morningbrew at rthk.hk. And use electronic mail. Electronic Is that right? Or telex. Telex, yes. Yeah. Or fax. Yeah. Fax. <laughs> but before we go, but before we go, can I, can I give a useful tip to the listener? Go on. If you are thinking of being robbed... And not many people are thinking about it, but it does happen. My strong tip is move to the peak. Because if you're robbed in the peak, this is what happened the other night. In fact, last night. There was a... a, How um, do you know about this? I read it in the newspapers, so it must be true. (laughs) Raffles Vines. Yes. Whoa. I got my my, my stethoscope out and read a newspaper. (laughs) So there's this this burglary in Mount Kellett. Very, very posh part of the peak for anybody who doesn't know. And um, they mobilised plainclothes police, they mobilised uniformed police, they mobilised the police tactical unit, they sent up a helicopter to look for the culprit. Stingray. Uh, Oh, by the way, way, nothing was actually stolen. I need to point that out. Nothing was actually stolen, but hey-ho. Now, I live in an area where there's been quite a lot of burglaries recently. In fact, somebody I know was burgled. He goes along to the cop shop. And they go, oh, you know, very hard to, you know, there's a lot of burglaries. He said said to him, there's a lot of burglaries in this area. You know, we're we're very stretched in resources. So my recommendation is move to the peak. Fair play. That's what I say. Today I don't feel like doing anything. I just want to lay in my bed. Don't feel like picking up my phone. So leave a message at the Cause today I swear I'm not doing anything uh, I'm gonna kick my feet up and stay 
Dougie. 